This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hi, Fortune. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for talking to me today. Oh, my God. We are so excited. So excited. Oh, thank you. So really big welcome to Australia's first and only LGBT radio station, Fortune. Thank you. That's super cool. I am. I'm excited to be talking to you So you're coming to Australia for the Just for Laughs show, which is at the Opera House. Just, yeah. a, just a little old venue mm-hmm. called the Opera House. Nothing too special. <laughs> oh, my God. When they told me about um, doing this festival, at first I was like, I don't know, it's during Thanksgiving. going to go see my family in North Carolina. But then they were like, oh, but the show's going to... The shows are going to be at the Opera House. So I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, like I'm coming to Australia. Because <laughs> it's just so, it's, you know, it's world famous. Like, I couldn't not come perform there. So I'm excited that it all, it all worked out. I just hope that it's so weird when mostly known here in the States. And it'll be kind of interesting to see, like, if anyone there is familiar with my comedy or will come to the show. Hopefully, I will pique some people's interest. For sure. You were here for Melbourne Comedy Festival last year, right? I was, yeah. I was there for like two weeks. Nice. I actually saw you at the comedy club performing and you were amazing. I just wanted oh, to... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, my girlfriend said hello to you and she wanted me to just mention to you that she wants to hang out next time you're in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm only telling you that so I get laid again because otherwise I'll be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good luck, good luck with that. I'll do anything I can to help people get laid. So. <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed. Uh, what do you think of the Aussie audiences versus the American audiences? Do you think we're a little bit more edgy or are we more sensitive? Oh, I don't think you're as sensitive as some of the audiences have gotten in the States. I feel like Aussie audiences are definitely like up for whatever. You guys are just like a little more polite in your taking in of the joke, I think. Like American audiences are... Usually, you know, getting wasted yeah, right. and shouting out things, wanting to be a part of the show, or you guys are, like, more respectful and just, like, are laid back listening to the show and like, yeah, yeah, I like that joke. So you didn't get any heckles like while a, you were here? No, everybody was on their best behavior. Maybe they weren't drinking enough. Um, <laughs> It's, that can't be true. <laughs> this, this time I'll encourage people to drink. But I had, it was less pressure last in Melbourne because there were four of us. So, I mean, I'm doing some shows with some other comedians too, I think, on that Saturday. But I'm doing my first solo show in Australia. So all the pressure is on, <laughs> it's on me to be funny. Or At the Opera House. I could, if I suck, I could just, yeah. Before I could just be like, oh, now for your next comedian. <laughs> but this time I better bring it. No, nah, you'll kill it. I have no doubt about that. Sydney's pretty gay friendly, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the home of the Mardi Gras. You'll be fine. I, that's what I thought. Nah, you, you'll I've kill it. I've been to the Mardi Gras. I went, I went there. Oh, really? When was that? It was, um, gosh, what year was that? 2011, I think. I had just started at Chelsea lately and like a couple months into working there they were like by the way we're going to Australia and we're uh, we're gonna go to Sydney and we'll be there during the big gay pride yeah uh, is the gay pride and Mardi Gras the same event yeah same thing yeah 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 so so we so while we were out there we uh filmed her show and then we went to um 
the big parade and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. We are pretty good looking, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. Way better looking than us uh, Americans. Oh, no. No, you're right. You're right. Nailed it. <laughs> You've obviously got a lot going on right now in America. Would you say it is the best time or the worst time to be a comic in America right now with your current president? I mean, it's tough. It, it definitely is a tough time because people are more sensitive now than ever. And people in our country are like incredibly divided. So it's a tough time to be a comedian who talks about politics because people are very on, very much on one side or the other. And once you, once you pick a side, mm. you know, you really, you can really alienate people. So, you know, it's, it's especially weird, like, it's really weird on like social media because people who are comedians will sometimes cross lines and nowadays can get fired for yeah. that. So you definitely have to be a little more conscious and careful and think about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, I think before people just said whatever, threw caution in the wind and just didn't think twice about it. Is this why you spend so much time just dancing on Instagram? Because you, uh, you love a little bit of an ice cream dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, well. I love ice cream, so part of it's just I really want to eat ice cream. Uh, <laughs> but also, I find that uh, ice cream is the great unifier. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter what your politi- what your political beliefs are. Most people love ice cream, and if they don't, they're either lactose intolerant or just not fun. Mm-hmm. We actually had the best ice cream I've ever had in my life in Melbourne. I wish I could remember the name of the place. But they made their own ice cream, and they had a Nutella fountain. So you get warm Nutella all over your ice cream, and it was the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. I didn't even know about this. Thank you very much for filling me in. I think all Melbournians um, do is drink coffee and eat ice cream, because we do have really good ice cream and coffee here, so... Those are my two favorite things. We'll um we'll actually send you some up if you're not coming to Melbourne. We'll um we'll send you up some coffee and ice cream to the opera. House. Oh, that, that'll travel real oh. well, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. In a freezer <laughs> bag or you. something. I <laughs> um, Fortune, I saw you on the Larry King show and you were telling your coming out story. I came out only a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. I'm in my thirties and I've had to tell my story. I reckon a hundred times so far. I've done it on stage as a comic. Yeah. But like, how do you feel about always having that? question always having to kind of retell that story do you think it's important or do you think it's kind of getting a bit boring i mean you know it's definitely uh an odd thing to like sorry my dog's like barking in the background what breed um, uh he's a pomeranian i <laughs> see little little thing i would uh, not have picked you as a pomerano <laughs> you know i i uh i'm I'm a daintier on the inside than I look. You're right. That's um, hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely interesting to tell that story over and over again because you think that people are going to get so sick of the story. But, you know, I find that it helps people who are either newly gay or questioning or trying to figure it out. Hearing other people's coming out story, I think, does make a big difference for them and it sort of helps them in their journey. So, you know, whenever I'm like, oh, I'm telling the story for the bazillionth time, mm. if I sit and think about the power behind just hearing each other's stories, then I'm, it, I remember why we're telling those stories in the first place. Yeah. Because you've got a really great joke about um, how you come out to your dad and how, um, didn't he say to you, um, let's go to Old Navy and buy you a, a suit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like, you know, a very simple Southern man who, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't really want to leave North Carolina. He doesn't go to many places and he doesn't, you know, he hasn't really seen the world in quite the same way that I have. So it was just kind of like his way of saying, I don't know how to, I don't know how to respond to this. This is all very new to me, but here's a way I can be supportive of you. I think I'm being supportive of you, but I don't really know what the right <laughs> thing to say is. Maybe he'd seen, like, um, Katie Lang wearing a suit, and he was like, well, that's what lesbians do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you're going to need a, a, a men's blazer now, uh, n- now that you're in that lesbian club. <laughs> um, God bless him, you know. It all comes from a good place. Of but, course. Yeah, he just just a world that he was not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Now, Fortune, you are all over Netflix at the moment. You've obviously, Chelsea Lately is where you got your big start. You do stuff on the Mindy Project. Mm-hmm. you like, all over the place. So if you had to choose between stand-up and acting, what would you do? Oh, man, that would be a tough one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you definitely get paid a lot more acting. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's a, there's, so that part's fun. But, you know, there's nothing better than, like, traveling. I get to travel all across the United States, and then now I'm getting to come out to Sydney. And mm-hmm. it's rare that actors get to go out into the world and meet people in this way. So. Yeah. I feel you know, lucky that I get to be on stage and connect with people in a way that you can't connect when you're acting. Acting is all like smoke and mirrors. You're on some full studio set and, you know, all the apartment that looks so cool on TV is like all a bunch of walls that crumble into like 50 different pieces and the furniture space and yeah. it's just like such a made up world where stand up, you're just, you're digging in and you're really just talking to people in a real way. So. It's hard to see which one I like more because they're just so different, and I'm just really glad I can do both. Yeah, I, I just want to work. Yeah, fair. <laughs> well, you're doing that. You're working hard. Oh yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I feel like we're always on an airplane or in some new city, but I'm just really grateful that people want to see me perform right now. And who's your, like my, fortune, my comedy idol, I have to say, even though you'll come a close second, <laughs> is um is Joan Rivers. <laughs> Thank you. Who would be, who would be your yes. comedy idol? Who was the person you're like, that's who I want to be. That's why I want to get into comedy. Um, For me, it was definitely Carol Burnett. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, she she's a, amazing. A, she was a huge influence on me. I used to watch reruns of her show uh, with my grandmother and, you know, she did it all. She would come out there and do her monologue, which is essentially stand-up. Mm. And then she would do all of those sketches. And then at the end, she would answer questions, which was improv. Mm-hmm. And I love that she could do all three and do them so well. And it made people really connect with her. And so I kind of like, I didn't realize it, but I sort of emulated my career in that way. I started in sketch comedy and improv mm-hmm. and then that led to stand-up and it I, I loved doing all three of those mediums but it wasn't until you know I was in the thick of it that I was like oh my god I'm I'm doing what, what Carol Burnett does yeah I'm right not nearly as famous and I don't have my own show but <laughs> maybe one day so is that how you met Tina Fey because I know Tina Fey just picked up one of your comedy pilots did you meet her through improv um, I met her through, uh, I had done a pilot that she was producing. I got cast in it mm-hmm. and we shot the pilot. It was all set to get picked up. And then the president of Fox here in the States got fired. Oh. And when he got fired, 
all of the projects that he was greenlighting kind of went out the door with him. So no. it was just like an unfortunate, yeah, it sucked. It would have been such a great show. And it was just one of those unfortunate timing things. Um, but I knew I had this tiny window with Tina. I was yeah. like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta like use this opportunity because who knows when I'll get to work with her again or have access to her. Mm-hmm. So a couple weeks after we got the news, I started trying to come up with an idea for my own show. And so I uh, emailed her. I was like, why not just throw it out there? You know, you can't know until you try. Mm-hmm. So I, I asked about putting them a show idea. And she said, yeah. So I pitched it to them uh, over Skype. And she ended up uh, saying yes. So she produced my own pilot uh, that we shot for ABC. But uh, ultimately, they did not pick it up, which was so sad. I was heartbroken, but mm. uh, it was cool getting to work with her twice in a row. Yeah, I love that lady. Now, we are running out of time, but really quickly, I've just got to ask you, what's the worst audience you've ever had? And what was the joke that just made everything come crashing down? I know that's a very morbid note to oh end on, God. but I love I love hearing that stuff <laughs> like, from comics. Sorry. <laughs> you're like, tell me about when you suck. <laughs> 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 Look, sorry, we're a little bit brash down under, aren't we? Ben's all about sucking fortune. For <laughs> um, oh, you went there, Gabe. Um, there you go. That's you all know, Australian sucking, coffee, and um, ice cream. <laughs> I'm in the licking, you're in the sucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, it got real dirty. Uh, <laughs> My worst show was in Virginia Beach. It was when I first started scoring, and it was uh, supposed to be uh, for a charity. They were raise money for a charity, and they asked me to come headline the show. Mm-hmm. And the guy in charge of the event got <laughs> he got fired. Apparently, a lot of people get fired when they're working with me. <laughs> and um, it got in the hands of somebody else who didn't know what the heck they were doing, and they put it the event in like a biker bar in Virginia Beach. Nice. And they had, it was supposed to be for like a gay. It was raising money for like a, I think like the aid council or something and I get there and it's like all these hardcore biker dudes <laughs> just looking at me like what is this fat lesbian doing here um, <laughs> and I was just like mortified and the the guy who opened for me was supposed to do 25 minutes he lasted two minutes yeah <laughs> and then was like I, I can't do this and he ran out and I had to go up there and the only way I was gonna get paid is if I did 45 minutes <sighs> And I sweat the entire, for 45 minutes, <laughs> I sweat and stumbled and I don't even, I probably stared at them for like 30 of the 45 minutes <laughs> and didn't say a word, but somehow I made it through. But to this day, I get like heart palpitations when I think about that show. That's hilarious. Who would have thought a charity gig would have turned out so bad? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't think we raised any money. <laughs> You should have raised money to get you off stage. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I will pay you guys to just let me leave right now. <laughs> oh, please. Fortune, awful. we have loved chatting to you. All the best for your show at the Opera House. We Thank do. You. We're, Joy's in Melbourne. So next time you're in Melbourne, please come into the studio. We would love to have you. And please just come back anytime. Thank you. I would love that. We'll have some ice cream and coffee, some affogato. Yeah. And you'll do the. <laughs> And I'll do this. No. I can't believe I said that. Sorry. 
<laughs> we, are, we already make a good team. <laughs> Fortune, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon and all the best uh, for the gig in Australia. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for talking to me. Thank Love you, you to bits. Bye. Have a great night. <laughs> Bye, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.